The hobbits? Yeah, you know why? Why? Because it's like, you've already had Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. But what about second Thanksgiving? <laughs> It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, what a wonderful day for a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about two movies that have hit it big this past Thanksgiving week. Mm -hmm. uh, one, streaming on your HBO Max, about two of the most popular athletes of all time, well, female the, athletes. We don't want to say popular, we want to say one of the, two of the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, well, they are popular. I mean, they're the they're kind the, of person. Because they're the best. Because they're the best, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're the uh, Michael Jordans of tennis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starring Will Smith. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. All right? All right. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. That's what's going to talk to his son in the pursuit of happiness. James right? I, I was going to use a comedy bit. Like, I, I grabbed, like, Men in Black at first when yeah. I grabbed the clips. You and, something? Stuff, and I was like, but, man, no, this needs a real one. For yeah, dra drama this clip. Re yeah, yeah. yeah this, is, this is a drama movie. Uh, then his wife is played by, please say her name for me. Anjuan. Oh. Anjuan Ellis. Anjuan Ellis. Good job. Thank I, you, dude. Yeah, okay. That's you just had to say it once so I can try Okay. That's what I keep trying to tell you. It's a negative attitude. You're so full of hate. If you give people hatred, they give it back to you. Every time I hear you talk like that, it breaks my heart. Knowing my boy is locked up in some dungeon that only the love of God will get him out of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's her, uh, she got nominated for that. Uh... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of it right now. If Bell Street Could Talk. Yeah, yeah that's uh, talk, yeah. what that movie is. Yeah. Oh, good movie. Very yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah. And one of the best guys to play a comic book hero in all of the comic book worlds, Mr. John Personal. You can't just be in crime, right? Not without being a little criminal. I just want to find out what's going on between those ears. Aside, of course, from uh, Egyptian reggae. What's it matter to you? Just think that he thinks he's better than us. He wants to sit there in his car, keep his white shirt clean while the rest of us, we roll in the dirt. That's from Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, Baby Driver. But he played the Punisher. Love him yeah. in the Punisher. Yeah, John Bernthal, I love him. I can't wait for him to repeat. Um, and that movie is what? And that's all the that's all the clips I got because the two people that really steal this movie don't have any clips. I could not find them, and that is of course uh, Demi Singleton and Shania Cindy. The movie's that, name is King Richard. King Richard, yeah. which is on HBO Max yep. and at the movie theaters. Mm -hmm. So either way, you want to go see it. Uh, then the second movie that we will be reviewing today um, is going to be. Oh man, 
I'm just going to say the name right off the bat because yeah. you know what? Yeah. I don't care because who are you going to call? We're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, dude. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Waiting for this for like two and a half years. Like I've seen previous twenty-seven years. decades. Twenty-seven <laughs> decades. I've been waiting for this movie. I remember. I've been waiting for this movie since the last Ghostbusters came out. And just so you guys know, when we get to this, <laughs> will be a spoiler discussion. There's stuff we don't want to talk about with it without you having seen it. But uh, mm-hmm. um, go we see. We will it. be doing it at the end. Though. Yeah, yeah. But um, Ghostbusters Afterlife main stars of this attraction is first Carrie Coon. You sit there and tell me a story about your daughter. I lost everyone. I lost everything, you fucking fraud. You fucking liar. You're not in pain. Because if you were in pain, you would know there is no moving on. There is no happiness. What's next? What's fucking next? Nothing is next. Nothing. She was Callie, and just to be clear, she does not say the fuck word. In Ghostbusters Afterlife, once, not once. No, 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 no. <laughs> but that that scene right there got her an award, and that's why I put it in there. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's from The Leftovers, mm-hmm. which she, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember if it was a Golden Globe or an Emmy, but she won uh, a lot of awards for that, and also Fargo, which she was yeah, a part of. She was part yeah. of Yeah. Okay. So, uh, also, the one, the only, the man from the town that you live in. The sexy fan of apparently. The sexiest man alive. He's not a big man. He's an ant man, Mr. Paul Rudd. A large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. So that's the only time you really <laughs> hear Paul Rudd being a dick in any movie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's Role Models at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, one of my favorite movies, by the way. If you've never seen Role Models with him and Sean William Scott and uh, McLovin mm-hmm. when he was younger. Before... Yeah, Chris Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, um, great, great movie. And then uh, also in this movie, uh, you know from Stranger Things, uh, Wolf, uh, Finn Wolfhard. My dad died when I was 12, so I totally get it. There's a lot of times I wish he was still here, you know? Give me advice and stuff. Maybe uh, I'd ask him how to suggest to someone that they should get a new car. Maybe one that's not yellow. There's so many things you could have pulled. Like, but I'm sure yeah. that this is fun. And also, when it's kids, it's kind of hard to find a clip of what they're going to sound exactly like they do in their current work. So. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But also, uh, I wanted to bring uh, light to that uh, that show um, or that movie. Um, gosh, Dan, I can't remember the name of it now. And that just really ticks me off because I really want to bring light to it because it was a really good movie. Um, what was the name of the clip? What does it say? I, I, I just, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, you, you're you're weird. How it ends? No, it's not how it ends, is it? Yeah, how it ends. Okay, okay. How it ends. Okay. Yeah, I saw that last year and uh, or earlier this year, and it is a really, it's one of those movies where you can tell he chose it because he wants to get his chop, his drama chops mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's trying to learn. And then also, as Phoebe, our main character, let's just be honest, the main character of this movie, uh-huh. McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. Yesterday, Mom made me wear my skating costume to school. The red one with the tassels. Everyone made fun of me. Why'd you do that? Because they were taking school pictures, 
She said we could use the samples. I told Mom that Margie Sussman called us white trash. Mom told me. Spit in her milk. I hope you didn't do that. Not yet. <laughs> so uh, that's from I, Tanya. One of the first movies. The first movie we ever did. And I was like, when I was looking through her IMBD, literally when that popped up, I was like, oh, I got to go grab a clip from <laughs> I, Tanya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, this is the one, the only Ghostbusters Afterlife. And, of course, you get everybody. There's Logan Kim, who did a kick-ass job in there. Um, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Annie Potts, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, J.K. Simmons. So many classic actors in that movie. Um, we will have a good talk about it, and then we will have a spoiler section mm -hmm. uh, just for a little bit because there's no way – that two 30, 40 year old men <laughs> yeah. can talk Ghostbusters without spoiling the yeah. hell out of it. Yeah. Uh, especially um, two geeks like us. Yeah. Chris, where can they find us at? You can find us online at newsdonsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. We're on G, uh, Instagram at MTS podcast. We're on Twitter at MTS podcast. And uh, we're on uh, pod, uh, Patreon. Yeah, yeah, it's so many. Patreon.com slash movies don't suck. We're also on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, watch us on YouTube, subscribe. Watch us on Twitch, subscribe. Watch us on Facebook, and like that page. We're on all stream platforms or that podcast, um, Spotify. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find movies that don't suck and some that do. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to buy shirts with our names on it, go to our uh, bonfire. Search our name, movies don't suck and some that do, and you'll find, uh, yeah, you'll find merch of us. Merch! We make merch! Yeah. Uh, what, we make merch. What do we do for small businesses, pal? Small businesses like the one that I am about to advertise, we will advertise you for free. We just need you to let us know who you are. Mm -hmm. So you send us an email, you send us a message, and we'll be more than happy to advertise you. Like this company that I've worked with several times in one of my other jobs, and that is Big Buds. Yes, you don't want none unless you get Big Buds, on. Yes, Big Buds <laughs> Cannabis Company, Oklahoma's premium medical cannabis retailer, are directed to the knowledge and education of their medical cannabis patients and our highly trained staff is ready to answer any cannabis-related questions with high attention to detail and up-to-date knowledge of always changing cannabis laws in Oklahoma. Their staff has been regarded as some of the most knowledgeable in the entire state. I can 100% um, back that up because they are awesome. They... Um, They've helped me out in, uh, several times in the past. I have worked there um, with one of my other jobs. You can look them up. You can either go to bigbuds.com or on Facebook at Big Buds Oklahoma. And, uh, man, they are seriously good. In fact, they are literally advertising what I just bought from them. <laughs> um, I, I got one of the uh, e-pins. The e yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave me uh, several cartridges, one of Indica, which is, you know, stuff makes you pass out sativa, which makes you hyper and a hybrid. Um, cost, real, it was really cheap. So I need to mention like, something. Uh, you know, I went to Texas for Thanksgiving. I saw my mom. Yeah. My dad, and that was good. Uh, but we drove back and uh, Google Maps took me through 75. So I went mm -hmm. through, basically said it bypasses Tulsa and Oklahoma City. And it takes Yeah, you, I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. And it, it I went through like, you know, 17 million Oklahoma towns, tiny ones, 
and each mm-hmm. each tiny town has about four dispensaries. <laughs> like they're like like every town has four dispensaries, dude. The, even the it tiniest towns, even the tiniest towns, like in the middle of fuck nowhere, have dispensaries there. Like four four of them. Like when the the downtown stripper that had the McDonald's and the gas stations. I'm like, oh, there's dispensary number one. Another the three hundred feet. There's dispensary number two. And there's seven hundred feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere in this town, and I am not going to lie to you, man. One, um, oh look, he, uh, yeah, your, uh, I believe your brother, yeah, uh, just said they saw Big Buds. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Buds uh, is in Prior. If you went through Prior, did you go through Prior? We did. Yeah, yeah right downtown Prior. Yeah, yeah. it's right there because uh, I actually worked at that one the week before we did Rocklahoma. Oh yeah, because uh, like because uh, we were giving away free tickets yeah, for. Yeah, yeah for who I work for. Um, man, so how was your Thanksgiving then, going down there great, for man. mom and dad? I mean, my mom made a port I mean, you didn't stop by my house. I mean, driving right past it and everything. Guess we, you we didn't drive right past it. it, dude. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go through Tulsa at all. for 10 minutes. What, what, was your wife with you? My wife and my brother, and we had to get... We, we... Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't stop by for five minutes. Sydney like not anywhere near Tulsa, dude. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I see how you are. You can swing. Yeah, if you went through prior, you're 20 to 30 minutes away, if that. I'm just saying, if I'm 20 to 30 minutes away from your house, I'm calling you up, seeing what you're doing. Well, the deal is we had to pick up our dog, and we didn't get to, we didn't get to the dog place like 4.30, so we wouldn't have time. You could have dropped your dog off here, see? And then, then swung by wait, and picked him up wait. on the way. Wait, we'd be our dog from, from the Wolfs and Miriam, like 20 minutes away from our place. So, oh look! Look, your brother even says I asked if we were stopping, and we. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Chris! Chris, Texas was great. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I'll be in Texas in two weeks. Oh yeah, you'll be uh for uh, for wrestling or. Yep, AEW wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's on a Wednesday. Is yep. it? Where's the? Where's it happening? Dallas. Uh, Garland, the same Garland, place yeah, I yeah, went yeah, last yeah. time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, Texas is great. I had my mommy craw- portuno and stuff with crawfish stuffing. What? Yeah, yeah. Crawfish stuffing? Yeah, it was great. And there's turkey, which is fine. And uh, she made mokshu, which is this corn dish you had. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, potatoes and all that stuff. All the good stuff that comes with, with um. My wife is it. literally in the other room right now making my mother's stuffing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we we dude, the whole house smells like turkey necks because we boiled turkey necks last night. <laughs> yeah, we, and uh, I, I just a, got done making mashed potatoes. I made like a huge pot of mashed potatoes for over there that's on the oven on the stove right now. Ate a lot of food. Had one of those classic um, Thanksgiving naps. You know what I mean? Like after you. Oh, dude, we're gonna we're gonna mild that. We're gonna get super stoned. I invited my buddy Topher. Yeah. Uh, over for the whole meal for six nights. In fact, I should message him here in a second. Um, <laughs> and. And we're just going to, I mean, let's be honest. I live in Oklahoma, guys, so I'm going to say this, and I say this proudly and awesomely. I'm going to get ripped off my fucking ass, eat some Thanksgiving, and pass the fuck out. Mm -hmm. I got nothing to do anymore. I have no more podcasts to get ready for. I have no more because, like, every day I had to do stuff for either this or for work. Mm -hmm. So it's like I couldn't really. And then I had to drive us back. From because oh, we went to Kansas for yeah. Thanksgiving. Okay, we went up uh, two hours right next to Coffeeville. Yeah, um, and we went to a relative's house that we'd never been to their house. Oh my god, I want to go hang out at their house all the time. Even though they got like five kids. Yeah, like they have like two mini ponies, two miniature ponies, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, the miniature horses. When I say right? we said too many, I'm like, how many do they have? 
Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like two miniature ponies. Two uh, miniature ponies. The right? cutest fuck is okay. So, right. yeah, we got to feed carrots with the, you know, the horse, right? And then we're smoking in their garage, you know, just smoking cigarettes. Mm. And all of a sudden, I, I, I think, I thought their dog was like right next to me eating some stuff off the garage floor, some sure. feed. Mm-hmm. And I looked down. No, it's not a dog. It's a fucking pig. It's a big, it's a big ass pig. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, is that, he's like, no, it's our pet pig, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> just chilling. And their house is so big. It is like, you get lost in it. Yeah. yeah. You literally like, like seriously, dude, I was like, there was rooms that I didn't go even near or in that this house, like just had other hallways and other areas. And I was just like, and it, it's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like literally they, there's like nowhere to go. Yeah, like yeah. it's all cornfields and mm-hmm. fields. And I was just like, man, this house is so perfect for the two of them yeah. because the one, they got five kids. So yeah. all the space mm-hmm. is awesome. And they have, you know, a barn, they get to have the, the horses and, man, so it was really cool. And their food, it was all made by, um, by, uh, the, the male of the group, uh, TJ, good guy. Uh, he's been dating, uh, my wife's cousin forever. Um, uh, they're engaged to be married. He did all the cooking, yeah. uh, did most of the cooking for, I mean, he did a, he did a bird, he did a ham, he did stuffing, he did yams. He did like, like everything, dude. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Oh dude, the bird fell off the bone. Yeah. The, no, like he literally goes to cut the bird mm-hmm. and it's just like completely off the breastbone. Like it was completely clean, uh, like without even. So it was just delicious. It was tender. It was oh, tender. dude, it was nuts. It, I ate so much and I even had them pack up some food and I, um, they made a chicken noodle yeah. dish. Yeah. And I had them pack half of it up and I was like, that's, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been eating that for the last two days. But, um, I'm ready to talk these movies. I'm sorry. These yeah. are two movies I've been really, really looking forward to. Yeah. Let's get into the first one. King Richard. Tell us about King Richard. King Richard is directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green. Uh, he's directed such other things as, as Monsters and Men, Top Boy. Mm. Oh, wow. Monsters yeah. and Men. That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Joe Bell. And, um, he's done a bunch of like TV, like uh, First Step and We on the City. But this is uh this is probably his first really well known, um, really well known movies directed. Uh, uh, who I'd be remiss to talk, talk about the writer of this movie, uh, Zach Balin. Zach Balin has written such things as, uh, man, he's he's done a bunch of art, but this is like one of his. So he wrote he wrote King Richard, but now he's getting ready. He also wrote the screenplay for Creed Three, which is coming out. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, he's also looks like he does some other stuff. He did Electric Company, Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Yeah, well, he was an assistant. Oh, those are those art department. Those art yeah. department. So all he did was, yeah, just all he's done is this. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah the, a, wow. What a great first outing, man. This stars uh, Will Smith as the titular title of Richard Williams. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. And this also stars Andrew New Ellis. As Orisine or Brandy Williams. That's what I keep trying to tell you. It's a negative attitude. You're so full of hate. Also, uh, the inimitable John Bernthal as Rick Macy. You can't just be in crime, right? 
<laughs> and also, this stars other people like <laughs> Sandia, Sydney as Venus Williams, Demi Singleton as Serena Williams, Tony Goldwyn as Paul Cohen, the legendary Paul Cohen, um, Mikhail O'Shea Bartholomew as Tunday Prince, and Danielle Lawson as Isha Price, and Leo Crawford as Linda Price. Uh, that's a bunch of people in this movie. Um, it has a lot of good people. Yeah. This is a really good, uh, a, I mean, Kevin Dunn mm-hmm. is in it too. Uh, Greg Tate, uh, we've seen him in plenty of things over the time. I mean, this, well, let me read the storyline. Yeah, Let's get it. that out of the way real mm-hmm. quick. Um, Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Vanessa and Serena, Venus, into the history books. That's what I said. You said Vanessa. Vanessa. Start over. Start right, over. I'm start over. All right. And <laughs> go. Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Vanessa. I did it again. Start over. Right, I'll cut one, it out. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right. Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Venus and Serena, into the history books, training on tennis courts in Compton. Richard shapes the girls' commitment and intense intuition. Together, the Williams family defies the odds. Yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know who Venus and Serena uh, Williams are... What the fuck? Like, like, where have you been? Have you never turned on a television in the last 20 years? But this movie really puts a spotlight on their father, Richard Williams, uh, played by Will Smith. And Will Smith... Is- Which is funny, because the movie's called King Richards, King and Richard. Will Smith is the Fresh Prince. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. Okay. He graduated from being a prince to a king. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did. Uh, and I, I will say, man, Will Smith is the, without him in this movie, we don't have a movie. I, I am going to agree and disagree. He's not even for the Oscars for this shit. Dude, dude, dude. Him, John, and um, uh, who's the oldest daughter? Oh. Who played uh, 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 Venus was the oldest daughter, right? Yeah, so Cindy is Sydney. Yeah, Venus was the older daughter. So Sydney, those three, all three of them made this whole entire movie. Everybody else was side characters. Yeah, he's right. And um, and it's nothing against any of them. And I'm not saying they didn't do a good job acting, but those three, every time they were on the screen, they commanded the screen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, one. Uh, not only did Will Smith knock this out of the uh, knock he's this out of the park. He's for an Oscar for this man. He, he has to. He has to easily, he, easily, yeah. easily. If this, if he doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, if this is not Will Smith's Oscar win, you better bring it. You better <laughs> show me that bring some that beats him at this. And I mean, yeah. you better bring it. And to be honest, in a couple of weeks we're going to do our you know top ten mm-hmm. of the year. Um, literally. I'm trying to think of a movie right now where I can think of an actor yeah, that's better. that is better than Will Smith in this role. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's amazing. Because he was kind of, he's kind of, he was like a funny dirtbag. He's like the best way to say that. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of that scuzzy uncle at Thanksgiving you don't really talk to, but you listen to every now and then because you want to hear a couple of the dumb jokes. So the, the thing about and, actually the actual, the actual character, Richard Williams, I feel a couple of, he's not, He's not the best guy. Like, like he's a uh, he. Uh, he's but but he did. He is the reason why his daughters are tennis champs. You know, not just that. Not just that. Yeah. His other kids too. A doctor, a lawyer. Like, I mean, they. I mean, he made his kids 
go out and get it. Yeah, go out and get it. He's like, he's like, we couldn't do it. You go do it. Mm-hmm. This is this is your time. Go do it. And um, man, um, everybody played their part really yeah, well yeah. in this movie, dude. I I, I cannot. Um, and I'm going to say this about both movies right now. If you watch either one of these movies that we're reviewing today, King Richard or Ghostbusters Afterlife, mm-hmm. and not at one point in the fucking movie shed at least one fucking yeah, tear. Yeah, what is wrong with you? Yeah, what is You wrong? are a sick, twisted human being because yeah. I am a sick, twisted human being, and I cried during both of these movies. <laughs> both of these movies. Yeah. Had me, I mean, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, a little bit more because it, it yeah, grabbed, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll some talk about that the spoilers, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that later. But Will Smith and his family in this movie, it, it was like it was like watching that scene that I just uh, that we played, The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm-hmm. That movie, like I was watching his scenes, like when he got hired at the firm or whatever in mm-hmm. that movie and stuff. And if you don't feel that raw emotion yeah. as human beings connect, um, man, I, I just don't know what to say to you. Maybe go get his therapist. I mean, uh, when it comes to the film craft, it's all right. It's all right. Like, like, I'm not, I'm not like not saying it's a bad movie. It's, it's, it's a, but like without the added Smith, Will Smith, I do think it would mm-hmm. be less than the sum of its parts. Um, I think there's only one person besides Will Smith that could have played that part. Uh, Richard Williams? <laughs> no. Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, he would have been good too. Yeah, because it's it's that look. Because Will Smith, you could tell, like, he, he made himself look rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that role, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Idris Elba would have been one of the only other guys that I would have believed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because I believed this. I yeah. believed it. Oh yeah, he was he was a different person in the movie, and that's that's what you want about an actor. Like it's like Gary Oldman or Sam Rockwell. When they inhabit a role, they inhabit a role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, and and this is one of them that Will Smith deep dived into mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Talking about Will Smith for five seconds here. Uh, the advertisement on Peacock just came out Bel-Air. this past week. For yeah, for the drama series of the drama version. Of Bel Air. Apparently, that's just been like development hell for like three or four years, and it's finally getting made. Like, like, uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I, whatever. I mean, it's the person that wrote that. Did you see the short trailer? Yeah, the short from like three years ago, where they basically yeah. made the Bel Air look like it was a drama. Yeah. First yeah, dude. Yeah. I loved it. Um, but anyway, uh, getting back to this movie, uh, Demi Singleton, um, Sydney, and uh, how do you say her first name? Say it for me. Angel Ingenue? Ingenue? No, 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 Angel and Ellis, but I mean, uh, Sydney. Oh, uh, Sunia, Sydney. Sunia, Sydney, and Demi uh, Singleton. Uh, let's talk about them. They played off of each other and played oh, they, the daughters. They felt really like well. sisters. They felt like sisters. Yeah. Like, you were and, watching sisters, you know? And the two of them. Um, I mean, I don't know if they had extras or if they were just working it themselves on those tennis courts. Yeah, they, but man, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it looked superb. It looked great. I mean, um, the the relationship between John and uh, uh, John uh, Berthiel and and Sydney, like, like just literally, it, you felt it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. you felt that. You know that they're. It felt like they're both going against 
King Richard at part, you know, yeah. going against Richard Williams, and that they were teaming up together to try to figure out how they could accomplish the goals they wanted to accomplish. And so that's insane. It's a it's a great movie, and that, like like it's yeah, it's it's gonna tug at your heartstrings like the movie's supposed to, you know. Yeah, and the, and there's parts in this movie that gets really dark. I mean, yeah. it gets dark. Yeah. Dark as shit. I, I mean, there's <laughs> one scene in particular with uh, Will Smith and the front of a convenience store. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say what exactly what happens, but there's a part that happens there that you're like, oh. Shit was getting real. Yeah, and I do want to mention this is not a short movie. And <laughs> this is two hours twenty four minutes. Um was it that long? Yeah, it was that long. Uh I didn't feel like that it was that long. Felt like it was twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, but it's two two and a half hours long. Um no- Yeah, it, it's not it doesn't feel that long, people. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. one of those movies that feels that long. It has a great story. There's ups, there's downs, it's a roller coaster. It's a pretty, but it is kind of typical, like like uh, you know, rags the riches story you see in a bunch of sports films, which doesn't make it a bad film. It's pretty good, uh, but re- like I said, to for me, what really elevates this movie is Will Smith's performance. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing. Uh, and, but uh, I do want to mention the you look at Richard Williams after this, and finally, he's not the not the best guy, but he's a good dad. I will say that. Create these people and. Uh, what are you? What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Uh, you can't do that while we're on the podcast. Type away. <laughs> I can't think. It's. I can do whatever I want on the podcast. I can get butt naked right now. I think that we get kicked off YouTube if that happened. No, I mean it, only if I see show my wong. I can sit here butt naked. Your wong. Nobody knows. What's your wong? <laughs> yeah. All right. Two inches of Mad Fury. Do, do you have um? Two inches of Mad Fury. And the other, uh, uh, what, okay, go ahead and um, we'll do some quotes and we'll get our score. What there's quotes all throughout this thing. Oh man, I guess there is. Yeah. All right, so um, I, I'm missing my thing. Give me a second here. There we go. I wrote a seven eight a seventy eight page plan for their career before they were even born. Booty hugging shorts. You need bigger shorts. Say hi to the people that are gone. Venus and Serena are going to shake up this world. They have to because they're not going to make make it as singers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How Damn. many fingers am I holding up? How do you get all nine fingers on one hand? <laughs> The most dangerous thing on this earth is a woman that knows how to think. I didn't raise no poop butts. I didn't raise no poop butts. Chris, are you poop butt? Uh, this Thanksgiving I was. <laughs> <laughs> you think of you think of the club. It's great. We appreciate everyone taking off their. Uh, what do you think of the club? Oh, it's great. We appreciate everyone taking off their hoods for us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Little Ghetto Cinderella. We're going to call you Ghetto Rilla. Yeah, Ghetto Rilla. No. Ghetto Rilla. He's all right. He's just white. <laughs> that wasn't a good shot. You know why? Because it was excellent. We don't belong here. We belong back in the ghetto. 
Forget Ali Frazier. It will be the biggest upset of all time. That's a can of corn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. can of corn. Do you know what can of corns mean? It will mean tell me. Can of corn means when you hit something that pops up. So when a rat tracks down, it's easy either to grab the ball or hit the ball. Okay. Well, it's uh, a it's a common same thing saying in baseball. Okay. If you don't have respect for yourself right now, you will never have none. Tell me, bro. Tell me. Tell me. Okay. So my review of this is a is a three point nine. Like I, I like I said, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I liked it. I, I just I think that, and I, like I said, like we can uncover the facts about 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 Richard Williams. It, it, I'm like I'm like it seems a little bit like hero worship. You know what I mean? Like this movie, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And Will uh, Will Smith again, fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, what was your number? It's three point nine. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go four even on this. Okay. I, I I really I'm I'm a really big fan of the Will Smith's uh, determination to make this work. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, without him, it doesn't work, right? And but but again, the the character the character King of Richard Williams, he's a complicated character, and and like in mm-hmm. the like. You know when you're at a job interview and they're like, "What is your what is your biggest flaw?" You're like, "I care too much." Like that's why I felt like they were giving to Richard Williams, while not exactly exploring his actual flaws as a human being. You know, right? Um, and I understand that because the 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 Venus sisters were producers in this movie, so right away you're gonna. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so right away you're gonna. So get I mean, I totally make sense. It makes sense. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, but that's not saying it's not a good movie. It's definitely a movie of tears. You know, you'll squeeze out mm-hmm. a tear too. It's emotional. It's moving and it's effective. Um, Will Smith, without him, this movie probably goes down to the low threes for me. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Will Smith's performance, he will get nominated for an Oscar. Like I'll go ahead and nominate, and he might, he might, he might win. You know, and he totally deserved it for this movie. You know why he's gonna win? Because because he's amazing. Because he's Will Smith. So you have 3.9, you go up just to 4. Um, yeah. Uh, take, I gotta go 4, dude, because his acting in this movie, and not just his, but John's, too. Because um, John's usually always playing the tough guy, and he has to, t- he, like, downs it, you know, to be the guy that's getting pretty much ran over by... Yeah, and stuck, in the, and stuck in the late 70s with his haircut and mustache. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I mean, I mean, if you saw the picture of the original guy, mm. he, he looked pretty close, yeah. man. He, he got it down pat. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to speak too poorly. It's really good. Well done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and by the way, if you guys are play our drinking game, uh, me and Neil have a point difference. <laughs> um, so go ahead and take that shot. And I admitted I cried, so yeah, you yeah. got to finish a drink. Uh, anyway. Now, um, that was our one through five. Um, now we're on tomatoes. So. I get Neil to guess the rotten tomatoes score. The audience and the critic score. Uh, so, what is the audience score of King Richard? Eighty-two percent. Ninety-eight percent. No. Uh, yeah. Wow. Audience buddy. says largely thanks to Will Smith's terrific performance in the title role. King Richard is an entertaining and inspirational story of parental perseverance. Now, what is the critic score in this movie? 
85. 90. What? They gave something a 90? Yeah. King Richard Transcends Sports, yeah. Sports Biopic Formulas with a freshly nuanced storytelling and tired performance from Will Smith in the title role. Yeah, okay. Mm. So uh, this is a this is awards catnip. <laughs> um, it's it's going to get nominated for stuff. Awards catnip. <laughs> I like that. Awards catnip. And it's nominated yep. for stuff. And so uh, this is also... Easy to watch. If you have HBO Max, which I imagine if you're a movie fan, you're watching, watching, you're listening to this, you have HBO Max or you have access to it. And so, um, yeah, go go ahead and uh, give this a watch. You'll you'll find harder. You, it's not time w- wasted on your holidays, or you know. No, it, it's it's not. It's a it's a good movie. It'll make you feel good in the no no nos. It's great. Now, uh, I know it's been Thanksgiving weekend, but has there been news? We have some news, but I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Entertainment World took a week off. Bro. Yeah, everyone <laughs> so, took a week off. So, so I was trying to, I was trying to grab as much as I could, but uh, man, we'll a lot about, of people we'll, took some. We'll probably talk about this stuff, you know, like stuff that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's go. This is movies don't suck and some of them new. I'm going to tell Chris stuff, he'll react, and then he'll get naked and cover himself in honey. No? No, you're not going to cover yourself in honey? Sorry, I was just trying to know you how on the news segment it was going. Um, So, uh, what do we got right at the top? Have you ever, do you ever feel good? Often. Feel good. Often. Do you ever think that you're happy? You're feeling glad that you got sunshine in a bag. You're useless, not for but long. not for long. Uh, future's coming on. Uh, so, is there a Gorillas movie coming out? Is that what's happening? Gorillas movie in development at Netflix. The Gorillas. Have I you ever seen them? Uh, I mean, I know what they look like. <laughs> I thought, so it'd be uh, not the people, the cartoons. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, have you ever gone see them live? I heard you see why they have a backdrop and they, like you don't see it, it matters when because it, it got better over the years. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw them, it was literally like this big white sheet, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Yeah. It was in front of all them and then you could see them in the shadows, yeah. kind of. And then like the the cartoon players kind of played yeah. on a projector screen. Yeah. And like, there's one time I saw them as like 3d animated freaking holograms, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like each, like there's different times where they're like, all right, this is what we got for this setup for okay. this place. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it'd be really badass in some of them, but yeah, Felden based on the virtual band gorillas is being developed by Netflix. Gorillas is a band, you know, uh, singer-songwriter Damon Albarn, frontman of the band Blur, mm-hmm. um, then Jamie Heller, the co-creator of Tank Girl Comics. Um, I'm trying to see if it has anything. It just, just says, the net, I am at Netflix. We're making a full-length Gorillaz film with Netflix. We're having a writing session in Malibu this afternoon. Okay, their life sucks. <laughs> <It's really exciting. laughs> but I'm just like, what are they going to tell? You know, yeah. like... I mean, I guess the feel good. Remember the feel good music video? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like one of the coolest one ever because each like character had his own world. You know, so uh, when uh, Soldier Simpson came out with his most recent Sound of Fury, Netflix did a mm-hmm. full like a uh, 
an album video. Like the whole video is a whole album's played next to like a, a you know a storyline. Not I'm gonna I'm say right now, not the best album, not the best movie, but they still did that. Um, so uh, I making a feature film that's really interesting. I, I'm kind of I'm curious in what it'll turn out like. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so here's a piece of news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No time to die. Yeah. Did not make it to the nine hundred million dollar mark. Oh, it didn't. Where's it? It made it to a hundred or seven hundred and thirty million. Meaning, they lost over a hundred million dollars. What the fuck are you talking about? Really? How did it make a? Did it wait? Did it cost nine hundred million to make No Time to Die? Because of all the times they went out advertising mm. it on top because of all the pan- how many times did it change during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like literally, uh, it did not make its money back. And even though, even though No Time to Die is the most successful movie since the beginning of the pandemic, huh? That's Isn't that insane? That is insane. That's a, that's also I can't believe a movie nearly cost a billion dollars. I know, I know. But your favorite movie that just came out a couple weeks ago is getting a sequel already. I'm guessing this wasn't my favorite movie, Pig Two. Is that what that was coming out? <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog is already oh, signed up for a sequel. Man, that that means so much fucking movie. I can't believe how much money that made. I cannot believe it. Uh, opening day, it made two, 22, uh, $22.2 million. I mean, I guess, okay, so it's family weekend, so, like, you can bring the whole family to see Clifford, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a child, you mm-hmm. know, the movie. I, yeah, I mean, let's be honest, you could. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, with the with the, with the the Rodney Mills score on that. I wonder if people actually like that movie. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Clifford's delight. But uh, I, I just didn't see us seeing that for the show. There's, um, you know, now that they're getting some, um, comp- some video game movies going, and that they're actually getting good reviews, like Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. you know, Uncharted is already getting good. Did you reviews. see the preview for that? Did you see the preview for that? Yeah, of course. It's yeah. on like every last fucking twelve movies I've seen. <laughs> um, I'm about fucking tired of the previews for everything, man. I've seen the previews for the oh, King's yeah. Man. I'm gonna see it, the King's Man. But I've seen the preview for that, like, like. Like seven hundred forty yeah, times, I, I, I can say it word for word. Yeah, yeah. You start the you start the clip. I can say every word they do. Yeah, you know, you uh, butlers or Englishmen, get me a drink. You a ballerina or a you know, yeah, go yeah. over there and glide and get it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but anyway, a new video game series is hoping to be the next movie series. Okay, what is it? Have you ever heard of a game called Far Cry? Though, well, yeah, I'm very well aware of the Far Cry series. <laughs> Vast Montegro actor has already written a script for the first Far Cry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not. Because I know the fans have been asking for it for a while. I've been teasing about it. The truth is, I have something written that I really like. We haven't had those conversations in depth. I've spoken about it to Ubisoft a few times. They responded a few times, but we're never really sat down and talked talk about it. I mean, if this happens, can they also do a reboot of, you know, 
Assassin's Creed. Just give me a better version. <laughs> I like Matt, Michael Fassbender. Don't get me wrong, but man. That was a piece of shit, was it? Mm, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Okay, yeah, I mean. It wasn't the best. You love me, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you love me, I didn't see yeah, that Beatles yeah, documentary, yeah. which is on the, which is on Disney Plus. Did you yeah, watch it? Seriously, just them all. Se- I, I've watched. I fell asleep to it the okay. other night. Okay. Um, it's literally <laughs> yeah, well, reendorsement. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying like I was sitting trying to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned it on as I was going to bed because mm-hmm. it's Beatles music mm-hmm. and it's the Beatles talking. Mm-hmm. What's more soothing than the Beatles? Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. Um, but uh, it's just them writing songs. Which, if you want to watch the Beatles write songs, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. It's great. If you're not into that, you're gonna be like, "This is boring as shit." Yeah. So that that's my best way to say that. Uh, the Beatles movie Midas Man, the upcoming biopic, has revealed all its actors of who's gonna be playing. Because it's more about the music manager. Uh, Brian Epstein, yeah, which is the the manager of the Beatles, yeah. Um, but they revealed everybody who's playing the parts by just putting sending out a picture out there. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am really looking forward to seeing because you know it's the fucking Beatles. So to let you know is Jonah Lees as John Lennon, Blake Richardson as Paul McCartney, Leo Harvey Allege as George Harrison, mm-hmm. and um, Campbell Wallace as Ringo Starr. Okay. Yeah. And it's just a picture of them sitting around. And to be honest, they all pretty much look like the fucking Beatles. Because yes. I know I just watched a damn documentary about them. <laughs> Are you ready for Legally Blonde 3? I mean, I'm. Uh, they're making a third one. Uh, they're making one. Okay, well, tell tell me about and it. Right, they're having right now. They're having a hard time getting Luke Olson, uh, Luke Wilson, Back. to sign on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wonder what. He's but I don't to. understand because right now he's all he's doing is DC Star Girl, you know, uh, on the CW, him and Amy Adams. Do you like it? Yeah, it's fun actually. It's a really good. It really good. It's cute though. It's like you know, little kids trying to be the Justice League Society of whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> legally, legally Blonde Three story will be Ellie Woods as a parent. So I'm guessing there'll be some kind of legal ramification where she's trying to get her kid out of something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. So um, yeah. Cool, I guess. <laughs> John McAfee. Yeah, the, the, you're talking about the guy that Mac the. Okay, who's John McAfee? Yeah, John McAfee. Okay, what about him? There is a movie called Plot Against the President. So and it's going to be... They're making uh, about, they're talking about the virus, a, we're the virus guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the virus it's, guy. And it's, there's a upcoming book called No Domain that John McAfee tapes. And they are making a movie based on this. Oh, so we get to find out what actually what he's been doing the past couple of years, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. So Kristen Dunst mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is making plans and trying hard to work with her favorite actor. Who is her favorite actor? That's a good question. From it's so weird. 
You know, it's a guy named Jesse Plemons. Well, she worked with him. She's married with him, right? Married to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. But she says he's my favorite actor and they want to work together. Um, <clears throat> they met while on the second season of Fargo. Yeah, they were worked together then, <clears throat> right? So. Yep. And so she is trying to find movie offers for them to work together on the big screen. Well, I fucking love Jesse Plemons, so I'd be sitting down anything he does, honestly. Like, when you hear Jesse Plemons or something, I'm like, I just want to see that for him. Because, uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, DC Super Pets has... Oh, yeah. The movie that will be coming out next year yeah. has uh, casted John Krasinski... Uh, Krasinski. as Superman. Yep. Um, right now, for some reason, Birds of Prey on HBO Max. Yeah, they changed it. Is the censored version? Yeah, the PG thirteen version, right? Yeah, and they're like, "We're working on it right now. We don't know what happened. My bad." Well, I, I would, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard about that. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Uh-huh. Mm. The movie we reviewed last week, Red Notice. Uh-huh has surpassed Bird Box as the most watched movie ever on the Netflix pod, on the Netflix streaming network. I remember when Bird Box came out, and everyone was like, that's like a really good movie, you should see it. Like, it's the best movie I've seen all the time. I was like, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember when Scarlett Johansson sued Disney? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know. and, and Marvel for the Black Widow thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's all put to bed because Scarlett Johansson is right now working on a secret Marvel project as a producer and writer. They probably were like, hey, we'll give you all this money if you do this. <laughs> and she's okay with that. Yeah, sure. And I'm okay with it because whatever. We'll you start know? And yep. Uh, let's see. Eternals will be on Disney Plus as of January. Um, I'm telling you, dude, the, the news is so lacking, but here, let's end on two awesome things. Okay. Two awesome things. This ain't really, these aren't really news, but more information. Okay. For, for our listeners, just of, information. <laughs> usually, usually it's just news that I give, but literally there's been none because it's Thanksgiving. Everybody mm-hmm. took the week off. Um, now Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Think. One of our favorite actors of all times. Every night that he worked on the movie at Dracula, he slept in a coffin every night while filming. Hmm. I don't know if I could do that. Man. I don't know if I could sleep in a coffin. Yeah, and uh, uh, Carrie Els, you know. Carrie Els, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, Princess Bride, yeah. Saul, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, uh, set, re- was the one who revealed it, that every night that Gary Oldman slept in a coffin, isolating himself from the rest of the cast as well. Um, yeah, Francis believed that the more time the cast spins together, they will translate on screen. So he had all the vampires live on one property, and poor Gary had to live all by himself. And Gary was sleeping in a coffin every night. That was how seriously he took it. He requested himself from all of us by choice, so we met him for the first time on set. During rehearsals, we never 
seeing him again. And just thinking when he says Francis, is Francis Ford Coppola directed Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for some mm-hmm. reason, they could not fix um, Keanu Reeves' performance in that movie. Because let's be honest, it's it's not it's not great. It's not no, great. no, no. All right. Last but not least, let's end on this because it's Thanksgiving week. Let's think about someone that did something good for someone. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Of course he did. He always does great things for great people. He holds a screening of Red Notice and gives away his own personal truck to a Navy veteran in an emotional new video. It is online. You can go watch it um, on the good old Twitter. But to a Navy veteran um, that was in the audience, he gave away his truck to the guy because the guy needed, you know. Yeah, he needed a truck. And, um, he said, today was a good day. Merry Christmas at the guy's name and enjoy your new truck. I invited fans to a special screening of Red Notice. And I want to do something cool for all of them. Free concessions, free food, free ice cream, free everything. Have a great time at the movies. Um, my uh, my original idea was to give away the Porsche that he drives in the movie, Red mm-hmm. Notice. Yeah. So we reached out to Porsche, but they said no. But <laughs> I still said yes. And I'll do one better. I'll give my own personal custom truck as the gift. My baby to someone else. <laughs> the, rock. the Rock. I mean, if I ever hear a single bad thing come out about that man. It'll break your heart, right? I, I'll, I'll be crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be crushed. I'd be the most crushed, crushed man in history. He's a sweetheart. Um, yep. So is that it? Is that what we got? That's it, man. That's literally, like I said, there was nothing. I tried. <laughs> that was the movies that been and some of us news. I tell the information that's going around the world that we live in to Chris until his ears bleed and he hits me with the baseball bat. I wish I could have got the rights for the song for this next moment. But we don't have the rights to the song. Oh, yeah, we'd get kicked off, wouldn't we? We, get, we Yeah, we yeah. would if we played the rights to the song. But we can sing it, and we won't get wronged. So it's like... There's something strange in, in the neighborhood. neighborhood. Who are you going to call? He-Man! 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 <laughs> <laughs> of, oh, of course, that's Ghostbusters 2 reference, people. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife, uh, directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, directed the first two. Jason Reitman has directed such things as, uh, as, as Thank You for Smoking, Juno, with Elliot Page, uh, up in the air, a young adult, Labor Day, mm-hmm. Minimum Children, a Tolly, which we talked about on the show. Remember Tolly? Strange one of our most downloaded episodes. One Tolly. Yeah. What was that? One of the most downloaded episodes when we did when we talked about Tolly. Nice. Yeah. Were we drunk that time? I, I don't know. And then uh, of course uh <laughs> was that the one that we did the shrooms? I did I have not done this episode on shrooms. So you yeah, may have did. Yeah, you may have. No, you did. Mm, I've never done shrooms, so. Yeah, you did. And he directed. I slipped into your drink. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, written by uh, Jason Reitman, Dan Aykroyd, who really based on his original characters, and Gil Keenan. Um, this movie stars the amazing, always great Carrie Coon. You sit there and tell me a story about your daughter. I lost everyone. It also stars Paul 
Rudd, the sexiest man alive, is Gruberson. Uh, large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Yeah, I could tell the whole thing, but uh, also mm -hmm. uh, Finn Wolfhard as Trevor. My dad died when I was twelve. So. <laughs> McKenna Grace is Phoebe. Yesterday, mom made me wear my skating costume to school. Also, the stars of Logan Kim's podcast, Celeste O'Donnell's Lucky, and it uh, has uh, a few other people in this movie. Uh, J.K. Simmons shows up in it. Um, why don't you go ahead and read the uh, the single-line storyline? When a single mom and her children's kids... What is that fucking kids... noise? You don't have to be annoying, dude. What was that noise? Someone was at my front door. My phone oh, vibrated. Okay, okay. All right, all right, sorry. So sorry about that. <laughs> What's the storyline? Like you're like fuck you. Anyway, no. I was like, what is single... that? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You just want to keep interrupting me? Is that what you're just gonna keep doing? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Remember when we loved each other? We what still love each that? other, dude. We still love each other. Oh, we do. Yeah, according according to you know, popular myth. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. So basically, it's a family that moves to an old house that was even in Oklahoma. Oh, it's in Oklahoma? No. Yeah, it's in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, did you hear them say Oklahoma like 17 times in the fucking movie? No, I'm sure you're like, no, that's where I live, sort of thing. <laughs> that's where I live, Oklahoma! Woo! Yeah. And people were like, people were pissed here in Oklahoma because uh -huh. it's not a representation of Oklahoma. Yeah. Because there's no mountains here. Oh, oh, for people who don't know, by the way, it's just Somerville, Oklahoma. Is that a real place, though? Somerville? I don't know. Okay. I, I'll look it up while we're talking. But Wait, anyway. this is not a continuation of the 2016 um, version. This is a direct sequel to Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Um, Ghostbusters one and two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the women's one did not happen, and it's okay. People don't get too upset about it. I didn't see it. I heard it was okay. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Um, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth was his best part of it. <laughs> he played the secretary. Yeah, yeah. He played the the Janine sort of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, he played Janine, but he was like really dumb. Um, he was, he did. He, he, you could watch it. I'm sure he's beautiful though. <laughs> um, even the Tulsa World even has a whole article on this about five days ago about Ghostbusters, uh, being, being in so, Oklahoma. Okay. Yes, yeah, so this doesn't yeah, anyway. take place in New York. Uh, yeah, the city does. The city doesn't exist, though. Um, anyway, um, so this movie is about a family going to Oklahoma, realizing um, that they're related to one of the Ghostbusters, and literally everything from the Ghostbusters. Yeah, is in this house. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the traps, the proton packs, Echo One. Um, yeah. And all that stuff. And then uh, spirits and demons and ghosts come out and try to chase everybody. And they kind of try to figure out how to save the world, pretty much. Um, this is a very funny I, movie. 
I absolutely love this movie. Oh, me too. Me I too. Me too. Want to watch it again right now? Yeah. I wanted to watch it right again after I got done watching it. And after it, I got done bawling my fucking eyes out <laughs> at the movie theater in front of a bunch of people I don't know. <laughs> That's why I just wear the mask the whole time. Was it? Was, I had a hat on and a mask. The theater was full as fuck when I went. By the way, and it was. Um, yeah, mine too. And full of motherfuckers that did not know how to shut the fuck up oh, during a oh, goddamn oh, movie. No, no. But there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, we had to. Yeah. It had been me against a bunch of couples. Yeah, yeah. So just, just running all that. Like, I don't understand what this means. Is that from one of the other movies? Is that? Uh, I was just like, oh my god! I want to turn around and bitch smack you. I want you just take a notebook, write down notes, figure it out at the end. So here's don't, here's the thing. Mm. Uh, when I was growing up, Ghostbusters and, and the second one, Jackson, were was my favorite movie. It's like the movie I I went to all the time. It's one of my favorite oh, movies. Yeah, if someone asks me what my favorite movie is, I probably say Ghostbusters. You know, and uh, to prepare for, I still it, I still own the the, yeah. the special edition DVD sets. Yeah, yeah. you know, Ghostbusters is amazing. And um, I watched it the first one the night before I saw Afterlife, just to prime myself again. I mean, I watch it a couple times a year, so it's not a big deal. But um, so uh, I watched it, and um, I was super stoked f- uh, for to see Afterlife, and it. It didn't disappoint, man. It didn't disappoint at all. Oh, no. No, no, no. I feel like, and again, all right, I get they tried um, Ghostbusters Answer the Call, I guess, is the name of the the female one. I get it. They were just trying to go off of the fandom, and they wanted, you know, to keep Ghostbusters alive with that one. But fuck that bullshit. This movie (laughs) was the Ghostbusters we all wanted. Oh, yeah. This was it right here. Yeah, right here, right here. Because... This Ghostbusters not only says goodbye to the Ghostbusters that we all know. Mm-hmm. We, um, you know, because let's be honest, we already said the names. Bill Murray's in it, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, all pop, pop up, you know, um, in this movie. Do, 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 and do, 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 listen, listen, that is a spoiler. We shouldn't say that at all. We already said it. We said it at the beginning of the whole fucking show, man. I can cut that out. No, well, anyway, okay. anyway. All right. <laughs> but I said they show up it, at some parts in this oh, that's movie. Fair, that's fair. That's fair. They, I mean, yeah. And yeah. anyway, so. Uh, uh, real quick, it is, who doesn't show up in it is Louis Tully or Rick Moranis. He retired from acting, tried to get him for this, he couldn't. So. Yeah, well, I mean, understandable. Yeah, yeah. It is sure. what it is. Yeah. But uh, this movie is the passing of the torch. Mm hmm. This is what they wanted Ghostbusters answer the call to be was the passing of the torch so they could keep move, making Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah. But this fucking did it. This did it so well, they're already writing the fucking sequel to this. I can't wait. Dude. That's how good this was. <laughs> I can't wait. And not only do they have an after credit scene, they have two after credit scene, one that's just hilarious, and the second one that sucks up the fucking sequel already. I want to mention that when I was seeing this in theaters, um, I, uh, I mean, my dad and my brother, and one other person, the only one that stayed for the second credit scene, because she saw us sitting, she's like, Is there more? Like, oh, yeah, there's one more post credit scene. <laughs> and so, me and the, yeah. me and my dad, this is my, oh, I'm sorry, my wife was there, so. Me and my dad, my wife, and my brother were sitting down. And this lady's walking out and asks us, and she just stands there for the last post-grad scene. 
Which yeah. Is, yeah, and I knew there was one yeah. too because I always look it up before I go. Yeah, me too. And the theater was the theater was like packed. Literally, I had a couple like two uh, two seats away from me on this side. Mm-hmm. I had a couple one seat away from me on the other side. I had couples behind. I mean, it was packed. Yeah, and and they all left after the first one after the uh, first end credit scene. And I just looked at them and I was, they all left. And I I was the only person in there with one other person. Yeah, Whole it, theater left. Because they didn't know, man. They didn't know. Uh, I was... Uh, I was. I knew. I was, I was sitting there for it. And I was like, why wouldn't you think the guy sitting there writing notes in a notebook at a movie theater while you guys are all leaving would not know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why wouldn't you pay attention to that guy? I'm just saying. Anyway. This is uh, a, Paul Rudd knocked this out of the park. Yeah, Paul Rudd's great. He played. He, I mean, he basically basically played himself, but just a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard. Trevor is fine. Kenny Grace is fine. I I turned a corner. I don't, I'm not a biggest fan of Finn Wolfhard, just as a person. But I've turned a corner on him. Uh, Logan Kim is podcast. Fucking fantastic. I love podcasting. Mm-hmm. I love podcast it. and so and uh, Sophie. Uh, during uh, during this movie Phoebe, was one Phoebe. of the best. Podcast uh, Phoebe, Phoebe. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast and Phoebe were like two of the best characters. They got along, and the the, the jokes and the the wittiness of the two young actors. They they did such a great job. And Carrie Coon off of Paul Rudd. That was another hit out of the park. Yeah. And also um, uh, O'Connor off of uh, Wolfhard. Those two, like it, it seemed like the people who cast this movie got it right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. figured out they figured out who would work with who and just knocked it out of the yeah, park. And it gives four people who would be great future Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean to be honest, I mean you got you got two people that I mean, well three, no four. I guess it's all four. Yeah, I guess all four of them. Um each one of them are already up and coming actors and actresses. Yeah, yeah. And like already you can sort of see stuff. who would be who like for example if you Grace would be the Egon type Ghostbuster, and and uh, yeah, and uh, Logan Kim would be, I guess, like the Ray Stance type Ghostbuster. So it's conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. And Finn Wolfhard would be like the the Vinkman, you know? Yeah. And uh, and, and like and Celeste Connor would be like the Winston Zedmore, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So just uh, shows up for a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does a paycheck? I believe what you say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me about the Twinkie. Hey, what about the, the Twinkie? Twinkie? What about the Twinkie? <laughs> There's so much energy and kinetic energy that if the Twinkie it explodes, that it would. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of it word for word, and I can't. I can't. I'm sorry, but I know about the Twinkie. But uh, let's go ahead. Let's let's get some quotes. Yeah. We'll get um, our rating on this, and let's go to spoiler free zone. Because to be honest, we're both huge. Ghostbusters fan beforehand, yeah. and the only way we can talk more about this movie is oh, if just so you guys. If you guys are fans it. of the original Ghostbusters, look out! Look out for CDC They're bound here, but we're not going to talk about them here. We'll talk about them in the story second. What? I'm saying that if you're a Ghostbusters fan, there are so many uh, Easter eggs. So, yeah, there's so many Easter eggs, and I'll talk about them here in a second. But I just don't want to ruin anything yeah. for people that haven't seen the movie yeah. yet. Yeah. If you haven't, I'm going to tell you, just go see this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Period. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's yeah. going to make you say things that you didn't know you were going to say. Like, mm-hmm. sounds like my father, what he abandoned you and not, he abandoned you and then moved to a farm in the middle of nowhere. 
Oh man, not even a single bar. There better be a bar. <laughs> you didn't tell you didn't tell me that we inherited the murder house. <laughs> uh, why is we shaking? It's probably just fracking. It's fracking annoying. <laughs> just imagine if Beethoven if he got <laughs> rabies and started mauling everybody. <laughs> I call myself podcast because of my podcast. By the way, my wife was poking me at that point. It's just like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Uh, what do you call a dead polar bear? Anything you want. I can't hear you anymore. He's dead. <laughs> I was upset. I was obsessed of about New York City in the 1980s. Oh, I was obsessed with New York in the uh, New York City in the 1980s. It was like The Walking Dead. Science is giving yourself the plague and hoping you discover a cure. I love that line. I thought it was a great line. Um, I can't read some of the shit because it was really dark. Oklahoma didn't have earthquakes for thousands of years then between 2010 and 2016 thousands you know why oil and fracking <laughs> your grandfather was a legend you can be anything you want like an influencer or a dj <laughs> uh oh oh the famous line they had to say they had to say it once mm -hmm. in the movie and they did mm -hmm. who are you gonna call yeah and i'm sure people yeah. Are like yeah <laughs> uh we lost the firehouse i think it's a starbucks now <laughs> um he's not nuts he's just an asshole welcome to the family <laughs> what does a cigarette and a hamster have in common they're both harmless till you stick them in your mouth and light them on fire <laughs> <laughs> Would it tell either? Uh, oh, man. Would it kill you to read? Would it kill you to just tell me? Uh, <laughs> we could have been the best power couple. My hands hurt from galloping. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So, um, my score, give your score first in this because I, I have my score first last time. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Tell me. What do you see? I see, uh, I see, I see, I see notes. I don't, I don't. No, no. Oh. It's three squiggly lines. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's it? <laughs> it's the card game from uh, Bill. Uh, never mind. Okay. Anyway. You, you, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, couple, <laughs> couple wiggly lines. Mm -hmm. This is not mm -hmm. such a day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not your day. Yeah. All right. So, um, I give this a four point eight. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. Uh, I, I mean, I, I would I, I, almost a perfect five. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, four point nine. Fuck it. I'm gonna go four point nine. I'm gonna give this almost a five because you know what? It not only did it it reamp. A, a franchise that like let's be honest and i'm not dissing it out there because i know i got a lot of friends that are ghostbusters even cosplayers that listen to our show um 
I am not saying that Ghostbusters was dead. I am saying that it was on a lifeline. It needed a jolt in its in its system to reestablish itself back up as a big franchise. Because back in the day, let's be honest, we had two movies. We had a cartoon series. We had another cartoon series. We had action figures. We had, like, you know, all this stuff. And now this is the jolt that this franchise needed to get re-bumped so, uh, up. And there. this is this is a four point eight for you and me due to our love and uh, our love and fandom of the originals. You know, uh, but I, I don't. Much... I haven't bowled so hard at the end of a movie, yeah, but, but as I did. Well, this I'm saying movie. if you're not a Ghostbusters fan, I'm not sure this yeah. will convert you. I'm not sure you'll. No, uh, this will not be the one. But for us as Ghostbusters fans and. Absolutely loving it. It did everything I wanted to, uh, as a pre- mm-hmm. as a, as a as a sequel and more. As a, and I was, I couldn't have been more pleased. Honestly, like, like this was this next week. year. I want to go as a Ghostbuster Halloween now. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and do the on. So let's do the score so we can get to the spoiler part of the episode. Um, Audience score has to be a ninety-one percent, ninety-five percent. Higher than yeah, I yeah. thought. Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, good. audience says a great cast, a fast paced story, and tons of callbacks to the original movies make Ghostbusters absolutely fun for fans of the franchise. Now, what is the critic score on this? They're gonna they're gonna hurt me in my no dos. Um eighty nine percent. Sixty three. Oh my god, they went that low? Yeah. What's their bullshit excuse? Give me their bullshit excuse. Ghostbusters have to like cross the streams between franchise revival and an exercise in nostalgia. And this time around, the Boston the Boston mostly feels good. Which is sound down to me it, yeah, it's better than than sixty three with that, that crit's consensus. Um, um by the way, my, my mine is if I'm gonna go by crit, if I'm gonna go by critic score find the critics and kill them. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm going to go by Craig's score and not, like, me loving Ghostbusters score. It's a 4.5 because, again, it's not going to change you to be a Ghostbusters fan. But for me, personally, this uh, took all the all the heartstrings and just fucking yanked on them as hard as they could. Um, so, uh, we'll give you guys about 10 seconds to fucking get out of here. Next, we'll be doing House of Gucci, and I think, what's the other one we're doing? Um, What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Next week, we're doing, um, we're doing Resident Evil. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon and City, and, and Spencer, which is the film about Princess Diane. Yeah. So, two movies about zombies. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. You guys, Neil's, yeah. uh, Neil's going to hell for that. Um, but, um, yeah, Straight so, to hell. I'm so we'll see you guys bus, next dude. week. Um, stick around for 10 more seconds, and we're Ten, ripping to the show. Nine, eight. You know how, you know, you know how we're going to count it down? There's something strange. In the neighborhood, who are you gonna spoil? Ghostbusters Afterlife. So here we are. Um, so uh, Neil did say that all the Ghostbusters are in it, and they are in it. They fucking say the name. Yeah. Movie. So um, this is for the people who've seen this movie. All right. So there are so many, uh, just a hundred and five different references to the original Ghostbuster series. Mm-hmm. There are changes that people are upset about because at first they thought it made can- uh, Ghostbusters 2 canon. I mean, but it didn't. Oh. But because Jason... No, no, Ghostbusters 2 existed because of Echo 1. Mm-hmm. 
Because mm. Echo One got a rehaul for Ghostbusters 2 with the LED board and yeah. the symbol said Ghostbusters, you know, with the yeah. two symbol, you know, and stuff like that was painted. But in in this movie, it was still painted the original way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I... So people are like, ah, and Jason's like, no, man, I just wanted it to be the original Echo One. I didn't want to put like a three on there, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, so whatever. But so people got mad about that, but who cares? Um, so many little things in the background that if you did not watch Ghostbusters 1 and 2, you would have not have got. Spores, mold, and fungus. <laughs> like, yes, like, yeah. That was the first, and literally right there, bro. I didn't No, the thing is, the thing is, even in my, um, in my quotes, in my quotes, when it first pops up, I even have written fungus collection. So when I was, <laughs> when I was trying to, when I was dating back in the day, and people asked me yeah. uh, what hobbies, I'd say I collect spores, mold, and fungus. And it, that didn't work out, so I stopped saying that because it was so, so fucking nerdy to say. I like it. I like it. I like it. You're like me. We said shit to movies that nobody ever fucking watched, or we, or people watched them, but they weren't obsessed with them yeah. like we were. Um, the Rever uh, Revelation six twelve, which is written at the front of the farm. Yeah, is it? That's that's the same thing that Ray said to Winston in the first movie. Yeah, you know, he's like, a, "Hey, Ray, do you believe in God?" Or he's like, "Never met him." And he's like. Well, I do. Yeah, I hope Jesus style. Then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah but man, uh, yeah, so many callbacks. In fact, if you look I in, love that part. Um, if you look in the basement of, of uh, Egon's house where they he goes on the pole, you see that red machine with lights on it. That's from the first movie where the they, brain. That's the brain pan. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's just the so brain much. scanner. Oh, I said there's a red machine that they um, roll out. From the original office when uh, the first one, yep. they said the funding's being cut for this project. They, roll, they see that guy with the headphones rolling that red machine with the lights on it. That's in fucking uh, Egon's office. And see, and, and see, this is the other thing, too, that I, I think why this movie works so well mm-hmm. is because, um, and just like how Force Awakens works mm-hmm. so well. I think because this, to, me, had, to me, this is better. This is better than yeah. I know, I know, I know. But just listen to me. It is the similarities of the first movie that made it mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. Says what happens in this movie? They get evicted. Yeah. They have to move to a shitty house. In Ghostbusters, they get evicted. They move to a shitty firehouse. <laughs> you know, like you know, like, and it just keeps going. The kid working on Echo One for half the movie before it actually gets out there. Ray works on Echo One for the movie until it actually gets out there, and they go bust a ghost. Then they bust, and they but they get Slimer, and we got Muncher in this one, mm-hmm. and then like it just went like almost identical to the point where. That's why I like it because it did use things that we're used to, like Zool, you know, Gozer, and all that stuff from the first movie. Did you see J.K. Go ahead. You see J.K. Simmons in this? Yeah, yeah J.K. Yeah. for like five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, didn't, I didn't know it was him until the end of the movie. I was like, oh, J.K. Simmons was in this. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then like, there's even things like. Uh, Paul Rudd shows them Cujo in the <laughs> summer school, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a movie about a dog with no supernatural powers. It just has rabies. Yeah. Then that's because the character, uh, Phoebe, didn't believe in supernatural stuff. And then as she starts to believe in it, the next movie you see them watching mm-hmm. is Child's Play, 
which is a doll possessed by the ghost of a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. So right? Yes, yes. Uh, this movie. I mean, I can't, I can't talk. I can't hold back anymore. Uh, I was, I was sobbing. I was sobbing at the end. Oh, dude. Oh my gosh. When it got to the final scene that, that, you know, right when they're, you know, when the three show up, I'm already teary eyed from the three that did show up. Yeah. But then when, uh, Harold Remus or, or Egon's ghost pops up, I I'm, I'm done. I, I'm uh, yeah. fucking done. The thing is, man, like I, the, I'm like, like a fucking crying mess yeah, at this point. Because, because, like one of the things that I, I mean, you, when I was kid, Egon was my favorite. You know, and yeah. To get yeah, a chance, Egon was my favorite too. To get a chance, Egon and Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> to get a chance, dude. To get a chance to say goodbye to that character. You know, like mm-hmm. that. That really, like, it just, it just. I, I was just like, like crying like crazy because I, I mean, like I. I I I had you know this movie's meant a lot to me, you know, and that's yeah. that and it's just and I really feel like this is all three of them saying goodbye to their friend because mm-hmm. even Bill Murray and him was like out of touch because they had a huge fight off of uh, Groundhog's Day, yeah, you know and stuff like that. So I feel like there's a lot of this that was like therapeutic mm-hmm. to the three of them. Um, some of the other things we got to touch on real quick. But yeah, like, I, um, want, I do want to say that it was so well done. Like, like oh, it's so well done, and, and not um, cheesy Jason, or corny, or, but no, no, Jason did it perfect. Like it, it is a great, great send off to his father. And, res- and his the father, CGI his they father. had to do to, to huh? His father, his his father directed the original. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, which is, they're saying send off Taylor Ramis as a father. I'm like, that wasn't his father. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Harold Ramis wasn't his father, but I mean, to Harold Ramis, the yeah. guy, yeah. like, he gave, he, I mean, because his father passed away too, uh, right? No, I'm um, still alive. Yeah, okay, so. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got confused for a second, man. You know how my brain gets. So, yeah, so um, but, Jason um, Redman was extremely respectful. It was done so well, and it was. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was, um, it was something I mean, else. Even the way they ended it with yeah, that, you yeah. know, for Harold, and then it just goes off. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, there has, I know there's end credit scenes yeah, yeah. for sure now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they didn't do it. Um, one was funny was when she finds the crunch bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. In his outfit, because that's how Bill Murray used to reward yeah, yeah, he'd be like, Egon. He's like, I'm going to take some things I said about you, and he's like, you aren't in the crunch bar. <laughs> um, yeah. You deserve this. Yeah. You deserve this. Um, there's a Twinkie in the glove box. Yeah, of, of course. Eco, or Echo of course. One. That was funny. Um, Ray still owns Ray Occult Books, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was in the second what one. he owned in the first one. Yeah, in the second one, yeah. yeah. Um, but did you notice this one? Did you notice when Paul Rudd was at Walmart? Did you notice what he bought? Uh, what he's buying? He's buying ice cream. Yeah, what kind of ice cream? I didn't see the kind of ice cream. Okay. Baskin Robbins. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Baskin Robbins always finds out. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, 
Uh, let's see. A podcast was covered in Marshmallow, like the like Ray was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw and that. Yeah, the yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the biggest mess ups in the first movie, we had to really they had to give reference to, mm-hmm. and by God, Ray finally fixed it. He finally told him that he was a god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other thing was uh, the metal, the metal for the skyscraper uh-huh. for, really... uh, for for Ghostbusters One yeah. was from that town or yeah, that yeah. mountain or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, they, which they, is they... weird because guess what, guys? No mountains in Oklahoma. There's no mountains. <laughs> Yeah, none. Yeah. If there are, I don't know where the fuck they're. Yeah, Neil Mike's they could. It's just, it's just flat land. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, there's hills. There's yeah. some hills. No mountains. Yeah. No mountains. No. Um, but there's just so much that was referenced. I mean, uh, not and and I don't know if you noticed this, but this is actually 100 percent too. Was the music? Yeah, the movie. The, apparently, the person did the music for the original. Come back for this one. Yeah, same score, yeah. same music, except for they either take it up a notch or drop it down a couple notes. And my wife mentioned that she could tell between like you know thirty years ago when the original came out and um this one, uh she can tell the how much story uh, writing stories has changed since then. Like um, mm-hmm. I mean I, I love the first one so I can't I really have nothing bad to say about it. I know right, like yeah. one of the first yeah the first one to me is one of my favorite. I, I, I just like you. I watched one. I, I watched one and two. Like I think twice in the last week. Dude, I've, I've seen this movie. I've seen see the this. first Ghostbusters at least a hundred times. At least hundred times. Yeah, easily. Yeah, it's one of my favorite go tos. Now, um, I mean, there's so many good parts about this, and the end credit scene uh, when Sigourney Weaver pops up. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Her and Bill Murray. Yeah. Just uh, doing the the card thing, the squiggly line card thing, and then the thing I love the most out of all this mm-hmm. was if you were to go by the original Ghostbusters movies, you would think that uh, Peter Venkman would be the one that made it rich because he was always the quick try to get rich scheme guy, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. No, the it, one that gets rich, the one that gets massively rich, yeah. is Winston, and then Winston is the one, the one that sets it up for the next. So this is what I really like, yeah. Because Ernie Hudson, Ernie Hudson, mm-hmm. let's be honest, great actor. I love him. Not only in the Ghostbusters, but The Crow, one of my favorite movies of all time. Sure. Um, he didn't get the fame. That Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Remus all got. He did, I mean, he and did, I really. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I really think this this movie at the end with that in credit scene sets him up to be the guy to make money from this franchise finally for the future for all the future. Yeah. Because even though Dan Aykroyd and all them are going to have you know writing parts and stuff like that, you can now see that Winston is going to be the person guiding everybody into the future. Yeah, we'll go, I mean, if they make a next one, I'm sure they will. Uh, this movie made tons of money, tons of money at the box office. Tons. Yeah. I want cartoons. I want. I want the uh, cartoons back. I want the freaking action figures back. I want. I, it's 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 crazy. Like I I will McKinnon Grace. 
I'll follow her anywhere now. Like, like seriously, like, 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 I can't wait to see her more of her in this movie because she's, she's fantastic. Like, it's, yeah. And if they get older, just, just move the story. Like, if they get older, cool. I mean, it already showed that he bought the firehouse back in New York. Yeah. You know, show that they got older. Great. They moved to New York. They got in the firehouse, you know, get it towards up to code instead of making like they have to rebuild the firehouse or yeah. anything like that. I'm you know, f- like, I'm just looking forward to it. I, I'm down. I'm down for it. I, I want, I want 10 more Ghostbusters now. <laughs> I want 10 more. I want 105 Ghostbuster movies. With 110 cartoon series, with with comic books and action figures, I want the new proton packs that you can buy look amazing. <laughs> you want to go and buy some proton packs, dude? I'm telling you, we should be the Ghostbusters. You have a group in Kansas City. I have a group here. Let's do Ghostbusters, all of us, and then we will Photoshop all the photos together. <laughs> uh, it, it's. I, I'm just so pleased with this movie. I really am. I really am pleased with this movie. And, uh, if you didn't like it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, um, like... I'm going to tell you right now, um, and I said this, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago yeah. about another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if this movie, man, after this year and stuff like that, if this movie isn't my number one and number two, I don't know what it's going to be. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so good, dude. Like this is, this is the this thing, is the one that hit all of it. This is the, I've been waiting for this since I've, you know for years, and when it finally came, I was just not disappointed, man. I was just so happy to see everyone again, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, it was like, it, and the way it teased us too. Oh, Let's yeah. just be honest. The coming out like we know it was supposed to be at the beginning of the pandemic or whatever, mm-hmm. but like the little clips of video that came out, you know, they're like. We're like, oh, there's a bunch of kids in this. I don't give a fuck about no kids. Oh, Paul Rudd. Okay, I'm a little interested yeah. now. Did they just show a slight glimpse of Echo One? Yeah. What? And the way that this story was crafted, mm-hmm. that it was Egon had knew or knew that this was going, like, he knew that the world was coming to an end. He figured it all out. And everybody basically said, fuck you. And then Egon said, okay, nobody believes me. Scientifically, what can I do? Yeah. And his best protection was to steal everybody's shit and leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you know, it is what it is. But then when it comes around full circle, everybody's just like, oh, yeah. So... It, it, I can talk about this movie for another hour, dude. It did everything, um, it did everything it's supposed to do, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased. I got <laughs> Ghostbuster socks. I need a Ghostbuster shirt now, dude. I need a. I want a button up that just has like little Ghostbuster symbols on. I'm gonna look for it right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a jumpsuit for next Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I'm telling you, I'm going as a Ghostbuster. There's yeah. nothing or an '80s prom or whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, I I am going to look for. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to be a Ghostbuster. If you're for Ghostbusters something. I fan, I, I really don't know. I think I have Ghostbuster jackets for thirty three dollars. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna look up for a button up shirt though. Anyway, yeah, uh, I guess I, I think we're done. I think at this point we're just uh, annoying everybody okay. with her. 
conversation. You can visit us online news on such that we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash news and suck podcast. We're on Twitter, MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram, MTS Podcast. Uh subscribe to us on YouTube, face on Facebook, subscribe on Twitch. Uh we're on Patreon, Patreon.com slash news don't suck. We merch at bonfire.com slash movies don't suck and some of you. You'll find our shit. And we're all streaming platforms including app podcasts and Spotify. Where do you find podcasts? You find movies don't suck and some they do. Uh what do we do for small businesses, pal? If you got a small business, let us know. Send us some. Oh my God, there are so many cool t shirts out there right now, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, um, if you have a small business, let us know. We want to help you out. Make sure to send us your information. We'll be more than happy to help you out. And um, we will, you know, advertise for you free of charge, no money to you. Um, literally, I love you. You love me. Let's get together. I have a family. I make a family. I don't know. Right. Anyway, but anyway, we love you guys. Uh, make sure to follow us, like us, subscribe to all of our areas so we can uh, bring it back to you. That's another episode of Movies No Suck and Something to Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And no matter if you're a king or queen or if you're a god like Zool, remember if they're in problems, who are you going to call? And that's Chris and Neil. Have a good night.